Yo, 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 it's your boy, Preacher Boy. I pray that y'all are having a blessed day on today. It is Friday, so you know what that means. It's the end of the work week, and it's the weekend for those of us who have free free weekends. And for those of us who have different off days, you know, it's still Friday, and it's still the end of the regular week. And I pray that this week you are able to accomplish as much as you could. And even though if there may have been any obstacles or mishaps or hindrances during the way, I pray that the Lord help you get through them and you are able to jump over those hurdles and obstacles and hindrances. So before we kick off this episode, you know we got to start off with a little word of prayer. Father God, in the name of Jesus, God, we come before you again, dear God. God, we thank you for all that you're doing in our lives, seen and unseen, dear God. The blessings that you bestowed upon us, even when we're undeserving, dear God. Dear God, those doors that you open and the doors that you close that we no longer need, dear God. God, ask that you continue to be with us, dear God. Strengthen us and keep us covered, dear God, so that, so that we don't fall into no mistakes, dear God, and those things that cause us to constantly stumble, dear God. Help us to stay away from that, dear God. God, ask that you word my mouth on today, dear God, and help me to say something that can help people and reach them in the areas of where they are at, dear God. Ask that you allow to, ask that you continue to touch the people listening to this podcast, dear God. Be with them in every aspect of their lives, dear God. Strengthen them and guide them and lead them in the right direction so that they may be lights in the areas of their lives for other people as well, dear God. And God, we ask that you forgive us for anything that we may have done wrong, knowingly or unknowingly, dear God. It's in your son Jesus' name I pray. Amen and amen. So last week, y'all, we started a new mini-series called Marriage. The Rise, the Falls, and the Triumphs. And the first ep- the first part in that mini in this mini-series was embracing your singleness. So we're gonna recap on those four points that we had. And they were number one, being single is not bad. Number two, stop rushing your single season. Number three, learn to love and know yourself in your single season. And last but not least, there's purpose even when you are single. So now since we understood and we went through what it means to embrace our singleness and when we're single, enjoying being single and appreciating the single phase that we go through, now we're be- being introduced into the next part in this mini series, and that is dating and courtship. I know a lot of you are probably saying like, well, what is what is courtship? I know what dating is. You know, I'm, I'm familiar with the word dating, but what is courtship? I ain't, I ain't never heard that. That sounds like an old word. That sounds like something old people use back in the day. Now, courting is, it's, it's, it's a word that's used today, but people just haven't really used it as much as because we're so familiar with the word dating. But everything that I give you guys in these mini series is going to come from a biblical perspective that God has given me and I'm able to share with you all. And so the key verse for today that I want to read is Proverbs 18 and 22. And it reads, whoso findeth a wife findeth a good thing and obtaineth favor of the Lord. So we're going to get down straight to the meat of the matter. I'm not going to be before you too long. Unless I, wanna, I want you to grasp what dating and courtship is. So dating is actively getting out and spending time with different people. 
That's that's just in a nutshell what it means. But let's go a little bit deeper than that. You know, as I was studying and I was researching, I found out in, in a dating relationship, there's a little, if any, accountability for the couple and little or no interaction with family members. The dating couple is merely attracted to one another in some way and often pursues an exclusive relationship that is independent of others' influence or counsel. Since the boundaries of the relationship are self-determined, the couple may easily succumb to temptation and fail to consider their responsibility to honor each other in purity and genuine love. So what does it mean to be courting? Courtship. What is that? What is what is that? What is that old word? Well, that word is to be involved with someone romantically with the intention of marrying. A couple participating in courting seeks the accountability of their parents or other mentors as they establish guidelines for their relationship. Man, they they can more easily recognize that God also holds them responsible to honor one another. Receiving God's grace and support of others strengthens them to maintain their commitment to purity. So two things with dating, two things with dating in course. I mean, some few, some few, some few things that I want to point out with dating and courtship and um, dating and courting. Dating is, you know, you're getting familiar with individuals. You're learning other people. You're learning what you choose to what you feel like would be best to come to be compatible with yourself, you know, after you embraced your single season and you took the time to love and know yourself, now you're able to go to the next step, which is dating. And dating is that that opportunity to learn other people to see what you like in a person. This is the thing that you're doing. You're, you know, you go out hanging out with different people and you're hanging out to see, okay, whether it be in friendships or a relationship that plans to lead to marriage, but you're you're seeing what you like, what you like to be around. What you're learning different people and their habits and how they are and what they what they're like, their intentions, their motives. But when you're courting, courting is now you're you're singling all the things that you've done, all the you know all the relation, all the dating that you did, and you single it down, you narrow it down to one person, and this is the person that you plan to have the end goal of marriage with. This is the person you plan to stay with. This is the person that you plan to be with and you have the intent to stay with. So courting is that phase where you're now focusing on that one individual and the goal at the end is to be married. Dating and courting does not equal automatic permission to have sex before marriage. I'm going to say that again. Dating and courting does not equal does not equal automatic permission to have sex before marriage. Dating is the phase of learning other people and courting is the phase of growing specifically with one individual who you plan to marry. Some things I want you to remember about dating and and, and courting that are pretty key that I wrote down. Um, You do the actions of a marriage thinking that the results will be the same, but really cause more problems. A lot of times people are in the courting phase or they're they're dating people and they're trying to learn other people and they're trying to do the actions of a marriage, i.e. they're moving in together and they're having sex early on. And then they try to justify these two actions by saying, well, I want to make sure this person is legit before I actually commit. 
Nah, that is not the right answer. That is completely wrong. That's not the purpose of dating and courting. You're not you're not doing it to test out what marriage is like. Dating and courting, you don't test out marriage. There's no test driving. Relationships relationships are nothing like cars, and often people want to test drive someone like they do a car as if there are no repercussions. You need to take the time to actually learn people in the dating phase the same way you learned yourself in the single phase so that you can actually commit to one person for life. Marriage should always be an end goal when you find that one person you plan to stay with. The reason why I'm telling you guys that it's it's not a good idea to test drive an individual like it's a car is because one, when you have sex with someone before marriage, you're now attaching your souls in another in another dyna- in another dynamic way. You're using something that God designed for marriage and you're now tainting it with the temptations and the lures of sin which cause it to cause conflict. You're taking something that God designed for good and you're now turning it to evil. And so now you have the issues. You, 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 you may have had a baby before you got married and now you got a deadbeat baby daddy or you now you got a deadbeat baby mama and the, the relationship is broken off because you were doing things that you weren't supposed to do before in the dating phase and in the courting phase instead of waiting to marriage. A lot of times, I know growing up, for me, it was frowned upon if you were a virgin still, especially being in high school or even in middle school in some cases. It was frowned upon like, nah, if you was dating somebody, you need to be getting with them. You need to see what they're working with. That way, if you want to be with them, you know what's up. Are are they the right size or is she she the right body type or is he tall enough? Is he this? Is she that? And and that's the wrong, wrong mindset to look at when you go into dating and courting. The purpose is to stay pure. Like like I was saying, when you start dating, first off, you're learning different people. In the single phase, you, you were learning all about yourself and you were learning to love yourself. But in the dating phase, now you're taking the time to learn other people that are around you. Learn, learn what's something that that makes you happy, things that you like, things that you don't like out of people. And then once you found that out in dating, now you can choose one person that you feel that is the one you need to be courting with. That's the person that you plan to marry, that you plan to be with for the rest of your life. And in courting, you're seeking guidance. You're seeking counsel. You're seeking wise counsel. You're seeking the, not the approval, but the, the advice from others who've been in that phase, who've, who went through it or who are married. And they're willing to help you out and say, hey, you know, this is, this is what helped us. This is, you know, what, what we did. You know, don't, don't test drive nothing. Don't have sex before marriage because... Sometimes when you have sex before marriage, this is this is one key thing I want you to remember. When you have sex before marriage and then you end up courting with other people or dating another person and you end up courting someone else, you tend to what could cause problems is the body count conversation. Oh, what's your body count? And a lot of times that is the biggest turn away for some people and it's understood why but at the same time if we were to wait till we were married to do the things of marriage we wouldn't have these issues that we have today so what i want you to take away from this is that dating and courting does not equal automatic permission 
to do the things of marriage. No, dating and courting is just another phase before marriage actually comes. Before you commit and say, I do, you still got to go through dating, which is learning that individual, and then courting, which is choosing that one specific individual and committing to them and saying like, hey, we're going to do this. We're going to focus on each other as we focus on what's right, and that's God and keeping him first. But we're not going to do anything that entails with a marriage until we actually say, I do. Another thing I want you people, I want you all to remember, I want you people to remember is that you're either single or you're married. There is no, there's no such thing as, oh, that's my girlfriend. That's my, that's my boyfriend. When you, if you look at it in the Bible, you don't see nothing about a girlfriend or boyfriend. It's not a relationship type. It's, it's not something that, you know, they talked about in the Bible. Adam didn't say Eve was my girlfriend. Uh, you know, Abraham didn't, say, Abraham didn't say Sarah was his girlfriend. Sarah didn't say Abraham was her boyfriend. No, that was not the case. It was either people were married and they had a wife or a husband or they were single. And that's one thing you need to grasp. And don't rush into a through the dating and courting phase just so you can have a relationship status post on your Facebook. That's another thing I want you to remember. Because rushing through these phases, rushing through the phase of dating, which is learning people, just so you can have an update on social media saying, I got somebody, I got somebody, don't mean that that person that you got is actually meant for you because you didn't take the time to learn them. Now you found out later on that they're doing this and that that you really don't like, but in in all reality, it was your fault because you didn't take the time to learn them. So I want you to remember those two things when dating and courting. Dating involves learning other people. So when you go out and you're hanging out with the different people, learn, you know, learn, take the time to learn the same amount of time you take to learn yourself and love yourself. You got to take that same amount of energy to learn other people because you don't want to be with any and everybody. You don't want to have to go through the the struggles of getting with someone and then starting over. You want to commit to someone that you know you're going to be with for the rest of your life. No one likes starting over. No one likes starting over when they date. No one likes starting over. with None of that. Nobody wants to do that. So instead of constantly have to start over, how about you take the time to actually learn people where you don't have to start over through the courting phase. Once you get to that phase and you choose someone that you're going to specifically bond with and grow with until you get married. Remember those two things, dating and courting, learning others, and then committing to one person so that you guys can reach the end goal, which is marriage. I want you all to remember that. That's all I want you all to remember. Like I said, everything that I give you all is from a biblical standpoint, because the Bible doesn't talk about girlfriend, boyfriend, or fiancés. And if, if, you, if you don't believe me, you can check the Bible, Bible yourself, because I, I know when I was younger, I used to look for it. I used to think that, you know, well, what the Bible say about having a girlfriend? Because everybody would always say, you don't need no girlfriend, blah, 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 blah. And, and now I see it's either you're single or you're married. And there was no having sex before marriage. It's, it's, it's no, because that's, that's a marriage entitlement. That's something that's for marriage. Moving in together, that's something for marriage. You come together in a marriage, not when you're dating, not when you're courting. No. So everything that is for marriage, save it for marriage. Don't, don't let people talk you into doing things that you know 
is going to cause repercussions for later on. So like I said, I pray that this this weekend that you all go through is a blessed weekend. Maybe something happens that you've been waiting for, something exciting that you've been waiting for. I pray that it hits you guys' life. I pray that some door of opportunity that you've been wanting and hoping for, I pray that God opens it for you on this weekend. I pray that y'all actually take the time to give the Lord some honor and, and glory for all that he, he's done in your lives, even, even for just waking us up. Give him some praise. So next week, we're going to have part three, and I pray that y'all continue to stay tuned and listen and grasp, grasp, these, grasp these podcast episodes. And if you have questions, feel free to message me. Message me questions, message me topics. We're going to start going live soon and start having Q&As. That way people can ask questions that they feel is on their mind. And like I said, we're all here to grow together. No one's better than no one. And if the day you're, the day you're not willing to learn is the day you just died. Because every day you should be learning. So I pray that you understand about dating and courting. I love you all. Preacher Boy is out. Be blessed.